Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Vad att ah. Hallå. Hallå. Hej, du vi ska precis börja spela in. Är det något speciellt eller? Aha. Aha. Jag Ja, men jag... ja, absolut. Men jag kan inte hämta dig imorgon. Det är för att jag spelar in något av fotboll. Och hämtar på dagis. Ja, det är fotboll då. Du vet också. Julius och fotboll. Ja, okej. Okay. Jag är det på kvällen. Absolut. Ja, absolut. Vi tar det sen. Jag fixar det. Hej. Fan. Ja, jätteviktigt. Jag håller på att köpa ett skåp på blocket. Det här är ett episkt försnack som vi kommer att lägga in som ett intro. Ett fullkomligt episkt försnack. Men det var bra eller? Innan, innan man drar igång eh, One Step Beyond. <laughs> Fan, de kan ju tala på att ringa sådär. Då tänker jag, nu är det någon som är sjuk. Nu åker man på väg till sjukhus. De vet att jag sitter där. Hej och välkomna till Radio Råsunda, avsnitt nummer 41. Det är med mig, Björn Enjebo, och med dig, Martin Wiklin. Jaha, välkommen hit, Björn Enjebo. <laughs> Tack ska du ha, Martin Wiklin. Du har med din son Frank här som sitter, han är väldigt gullig, sitter i ditt knä och han har någonting på hakan som droppar. även om det är drägg eller om det är äppelmos. <laughs> han, fick en, han fick en liten äppelmos precis innan han ska vara snäll och tyst medan vi pratar. Ja. ja, hittills går det ju bra. Ja, förhoppningsvis så håller han sig lugn hela tiden. Hur, hur är läget? Det, det är riktigt eh, dåligt egentligen. Ja. Eller jag har varit på riktigt dåligt humör. Jag tänkte så här, hur ska det gå att spela in den här podden idag? För jag var på svindåligt humör mm. ända, ända sedan matchen, ända sedan igår. Mm. Alltså riktigt då. Så det har gått ut över min omgivning och det brukar det inte riktigt göra. Jag var så förbannad igår alltså. Och det är, det är på grund av det här, fel, eller det här stölden kan man säga, från Stefan Johansson. Ja, han vann ju matchen igår ja. kan man säga. Mm. Um, och uh, Ja jag vet inte Eller vad säger du Björn? Nej jag, jag håller helt och hållet med jag, jag fattade inte när målet blev Att det var som offside Det känns inte som att AIK-spelarna fattade det heller Jag vet inte var det var grejen Varför de inte protesterade Men det var ju först efteråt när jag insåg vilken jävla offside det var Som man blev varg Det är så Och jag blir så förbannad För jag tänker så här Hur länge ska Hur länge ska Stefan Johansson och Martin Hansson Få förstöra svensk fotboll 
Utan att någon gör något. Ja, men det är det också när han står där efteråt i, i tv liksom och bara schablar bort det. Han, liksom, han kan inte ens erkänna att han har gjort fel utan han pratar om att de gör bollbana och hit och dit. Det är det mm. värsta tycker jag i hela den här historien att ja. han inte efteråt kan säga att jag gjorde fel. Det här det, är ett misstag. Det, det är jätte, jätte enkelt att bara säga det. Oj, fan, där borde jag ju ha blåst offside. Ja, vi missade det allihopa. Men ja, ja. nästa gång kanske vi sätter den. Ja, men precis, precis så tänker jag. Och ja. Alltså så här skulle man också kunna säga att det som har tagit Jonas Eriksson två år att bygga upp mm. det, har, det har Stefan Johansson och Martin Hansson rasat genom att göra ett uttalande i medierna. Mm. Och det tycker jag är väldigt sorgligt. Alltså jag är, jag är riktigt, jag menar allvar. Jag tycker att jag tycker han är en pajas, mm. Stefan Johansson. Och inte för att han har gjort ett misstag i en match, för det kan man mycket väl göra. Det kan man mycket väl göra, det är felet och mänskla. Vad sa jag? <laughs> det, det, ja, det är precis det. Är det. <laughs> det, är fel, det, det är mänskligt att spela. Men att inte kunna stå för det och be om ursäkt för det, det, mm. det är så katastroftåligt. Nej, precis. Det, det, som en vuxen människa så borde man ju kunna stå för det. Ja. Det känns jättetramsigt att bara liksom, nej, komma med massor med ursäkter. Men det var ju som flera skrev igår på Twitter att nu, det här öppnar ju upp för en hel del olika frisparksvarianter mm. nu när Stefan Johansson demarcher. Just det, kan, det, du, kan du ge något exempel på? Nej, men det skulle ju till exempel, man ställer ju en spelare framför målvakten och så, för det är bollbanan som är det viktigaste. Mm. Så kör man då en skruvad variant som, då kan man täcka för målvakten bäst man vill i offside-position. Det är liksom hockey, man skickar in Precis. Spelarna framför mål Mycket ja. trafik framför målvakt som det brukar heta ja. Från sådana här hockeycoacher, mycket trafik <laughs> Precis, så det är väl, det är väl öppet, öppet Nu att göra det Det kommer ju bli kalabalik, men det är klart att det inte kommer hända mm. men, äh... Det är så fruktansvärt dåligt jag är, ja, och, och, så, och så är jag också jag, ty, jag, är rätt, jag tycker Malmö FF är ett gnälligt jävla lag också mm. Alltså lite Älvsborgsklass på deras äh, Gnällighet Ja, utveckla. Ja, men igår generellt. Ja. Att jävla gnäll alltså, på dem hela tiden. På ja. Gnäll på, på spelarna. Jag tycker, de, jag tycker han Magnus Eriksson. Vad håller han på med? Ja, jag, jag, jag är jäkligt glad att Magnus Eriksson inte spelar i AIK. Eller hur? Det är för han är verkligen ingen sympatisk spelare. Och så otroligt ful frisyr. Ja, och det, det är så fruktansvärt irriterande. Man vill liksom inte se honom. Jag förstår <laughs> inte hur man kan. Det är sån spelare man inte vill ha i sitt lag. Det är ja. inte en spelare som... Nej, ja, alltså här, vi kanske inte ska prata så mycket för det blir bara alltså, alltid så jävla negativt. <laughs> men ja, men skit i det negativa för AIK var ju bra igår. AIK spelade eh, bländande igår. Jag tycker att det var en av våra bästa matcher för året. Ja, det får man väl ändå säga att det är. Mm. Eller? Ja, men jag kan du, kan jag du se någon som har varit i närheten av... Djurgården var ju riktigt, ja. riktigt bra. Fast det var men mot det Djurgården och andra sidan ett av seriens sämsta lag så att det inte... Precis. Kanske jämförbart. Men, 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 men precis. Och sen det var, som var så jäkla roligt tycker jag var att, äm, att även fast Selsoborges inte var med så klev då Quaison in och gjorde en riktigt jävla bra insats. Jag känner nästan så här som att vi behöver inga ersättare till Selso som jag har tjatat om innan. Och som ja. bara kan ta den här rollen så har vi ju en av allsvenskans bästa på den positionen. Vi firade ju eh, 40 här om, här om sistens Just tillsammans det. med Gusten Dalin och Elena Lövholm eh, i deras studio där de gör FBTB. Eh, och då berättade jag ju lite grann om jag berättade ju om Quaison för dem. Ja, och de tyckte jag överdrev, överdrev när jag sa att han var att han var sänd från gudarna eller vad mm, jag nu sa. Att han, att han dansar med bollen. Och, ja, ja, men den, den delikatess han bjöd på 
den passningen fram till Ero tänker du på? Ja, eller? första passningen och ja. sen hans mål. Ja, vilken det. teknik, vilken... vilken... He- hela det andra målet var ju, var ju så vackert. Mm. Det där väggspelandet fram och tillbaka. Men där visar han, i just det målet så visar jag också tycker jag Kwajson en, en, en teknisk... Alltså en, just där tycker jag han visar hela sin hela prestationen. Mm. Det är det jag menar. Det är mm. hela den... Men han, han låg ju bakom det mesta igår äh, anfallsväg. Och det känns som att han axlade Borges plats riktigt, riktigt bra. Ja, som sagt, jag, jag är inte förvånad på ett sätt men, men han, han växte ju ännu mer i den här matchen. Mm. Och jag har ju liksom du varit såklart orolig när Borges försvinner. Vad händer då? Men... Mm. Så det där såg ju riktigt bra ut. Mm. Men det här med förra avsnittet då, vad, har du följt snacket på sociala medier och sådär efter förra? Inte sådär jättemycket, du, vi har, vi har du, du spricker all... upp ett väldigt stort len här. Vi har, vi har aldrig fått så mycket blandad kritik någonsin som efter det avsnittet. Det var, kan säga, vi har upptäckt också att vi har höga krav på oss. Som jag inte riktigt var beredd på. Vad, vad sa folk då? För jag ja, har inte följt sociala var... medier jättenoga för jag har varit så fullt upptagen med, med jobbet. Frank vill prata lite här Ja, de, det som framgick eller Dels var det ju det sämsta avsnitt vi någonsin har gjort Okej okay. mm. Men sen så var det väldigt många som gillade det också Men just det här att vi folk, folk, Det var många som blev väldigt arga För att det inte var som det brukar vara Utan att det var liksom ett helt annat typ av avsnitt Men tror du att de För det, det var ju ett avsnitt som var mer FBTB än vad det var Radio Råsunda till formen mm. Det kan man ju säga, vi hade ingen gäst och, Men vi pratade ju i sig om AIK i princip hela tiden Ja, så var det ju och Sen så tycker jag att vi hade liksom, Vi hade ju seriösa supporterdiskussioner och liknande och sådär. Mm. Men det var ju liksom, det var inte ett uppstyrt avsnitt på det sättet Utan det var ju FBTB-stuket mm. Snack hit och dit lite, lite snackigt Ja, men det har vi ju haft tidigare också Utan att äh, mm. bli problem Men äh, i alla fall så f- fortsätt, men, sen... <laughs> alltså, Vi vill ju fortsätta med våra, våra vanliga grej i alla fall, men kanske några spännande avstickare. Det kommer säkert fler experiment som ni kan tycka till om. Jag tycker det var ganska roligt, trevligt att få 440 tillsammans med Elena och Gustav. Jag, ja. jag gillar deras podd, jag gillar dem som personer väldigt mycket. Så att, Samma här, det var, jag tycker det var jätteroligt. Hela inspelningen var jätterolig. Mm. Så det, ja, för er som inte gillade det så är det, ju, det är ett problem. Mm. Vi hade jäkligt kul. Ja, det är våran podd, vi gör vad vi vill. Exakt. <laughs> Välkommen hit till Stefan Dahlgren. Tack så mycket. Du kan, kan berätta lite för lyssnarna och för oss vem du är och i vilken roll som du skulle säga att du är gästare här idag. Jag skulle säga så här att jag är engagerad i AIK en del och framförallt i, i den här turneringen Lennart Johansson Trophy. Mm. Där jag sitter med sedan två år tillbaka i det jag kallar det för en organisationskommitté, styrgrupp som på något sätt försöker Hålla ihop och, och, och styra upp det här häftiga projektet. Mm. Så att... det, det, det är därför du är här egentligen, för Lennart Johansson Academy Trophy. Precis, Precis. Lennart Johansson är ju lite av AIKs ska man säga, gudfader, kan man säga. Det kan man säga. Ja. Men vad är själva Lennart Johansson Academy Trophy? Jag skulle säga att det är en eh, fotbollsturnering, en elitturnering. Eh, skulle nog, om man sticker ut hakan, säga att eh, det bästa i sitt slag som det här landet kan eh, visa upp. Eh, det är 13-14-åringar. Eh, vi säger om vi omsätter det när man är född så innebär det att man är född 00 eller 01. Vi har en eh, pojka 00, pojka 01 och sen har vi sen 
en flickklass i år flicka 0 och turneringen har hållit på här tror jag att det är fjärde upplagan och man kan säga att man har liksom drar lite kring lagen så är det, det är topplag från hela världen för att nämna några, PSG kommer Liverpool kommer FC Barcelona inte minst kommer Mm. Lyon från Frankrike för att nämna några så det... vilka, vilka är de bästa av de här som du nämner nu? Har PSG en bra akademi tänker jag, då, då som bara köper in spelare? PSG är med för andra året de var med i fjol mm. och även då är den äldsta pojkklassen så att de har en akademi de gick till semi i fjol och åkte på torsk mot Barcelona som har egentligen vunnit den äldsta pojklassen de sista två åren. Och Barcelona är de som är bäst. Barcelona är riktigt, riktigt bra. Men jag minns ju för ett år sedan eh, ungefär så, um, så pratade, visst var det då vi pratade här i Radio Råshunda om Barcelona och hur man såg på de spelarna. Jag kommer inte ihåg vem det mm. var som var, om det var Kristoffer Svanemar eller om det var någon av gästerna som pratade om att man såg redan då när de är 13, 14 att det där är Barcelona-spelare. Mm, de spelar jag som... som sa det. Här har sett det, att de spelar på precis samma sätt ja. som, som A-laget gör. Precis. Och där föddes liksom någon slags eh, fantasi i våra huvuden. Att tänk om man kan få se, tänk om man kan se AIK 13-14-åringar. De spelar som, som vi vill att AIK ska spela. Eller som AIK, AIKs eh, idé. Men, mm. men hur står sig AIK jämfört med de här lagen då? Eh, ska jag säga, på de här fyra upplagorna som har varit så tror jag bästa på, på pojksidan är bästa en semifinalplats. Jag tror att det var pojkar 97 om, för, om det var tre år sedan. Mm. Tror jag. Eh, annars så är det tufft att, att, att ta de här återvärda semifinalplatserna. Det är åtta lag i varje åldersklass. Eh, två bästa går till semi så att det, det har varit ja. tufft. Hur, hur stor är skillnaden? Eh. Mellan då PSG eller Barcelonas 14-åringar och ARKs? Ja, det, det, det är klart att det, det, det är en skillnad alltså, och, och ska man vara medveten om att våra killar födda 00 och 01 håller absolut yttersta toppklass i Sverige och, och har många meriter ifrån, ifrån olika prestigefyllda turneringar men, men, men helt klart så de här gängen har en, en växel till alltså, och just i Salis nyss med det här med den röda tråden man ser det är nästan som att knäppa på Champions League och se, se de här små killarna eh, prestera. Eh, så, så, så är det. Och, och vissa är ju helt fantastiska. Så är det. Vad är det man, kan, kan man i en bild så här, försöka sätta fingret på var skillnaden ligger? Eller? Ska man säga lite snabbare, lite ja, högre fart, lite vassare teknik och en, en bra spelförståelse. Vi ser att alla tio utspelare, ja, elva med målvakten. Ja, agera som ett lag och ha sina rörelsemönster och liksom så. så att, där har vi lite att, att, att jobba på. Spelidén sitter liksom. Precis. Mm. Men hur tänker ni när ni bjuder in lagen då? då Sverige, eller, AIK är ändå från Sverige, stämmer det? Så är det. Hur tänker ni när ni bjuder in de andra? Är det för att det är stora europeiska klubbar? Det, det är väl så. Grundtanken har varit från första början att det här är ett AIK-evenemang och, och såklart för att sätta AIK på kartan ute mm. i fotbolls-Europa. Uh, och, och Sen är det så, sen bjuder vi in och sen är det så att Lennart Johansson himself som också har satt namn för den här turneringen till de här riktigt stora klubbarna om vi då håller PSG Barcelona och på den nivån där, där skickar han ett personligt brev och bjuder in då som... Mm. Det kanske bidrar till att de vill komma. Det är klart, det är klart att det gör det och vad jag har förstått så och det vet vi själva, nu har han ju inte varit aktiv de senaste åren men han är otroligt stor. Jag menar, nämnde man Lennart Johansson så 
då får man respekt. Mm. Så är det. Mm. Okej, okay. men um, jag har fått höra att turneringen är något man kallar för UEFA-sanktionerad. Mm. Jag vet inte vad det är. Är det typ som att det är en Champions League? Man skulle säga så här. För det första så är det, vad jag förstår så är det väldigt, väldigt få turneringar i Europa som, som, som får den här stämpeln. Och vad man enkelt förklarar, då handlar det lite om dels nivån, på den sportsliga nivån. Och sen finns det så här, hur långt i arenans ja, klass, hur långt det är från flygplatsen till själva spelfältet, mm. hur bor man? Hur domare, allt sånt där. Det här är mycket runt omkring hela. Då får man möjlighet att få den här. Och vad jag förstår så ja, väldigt få i Europa som har fått den stämpeln. Mm. Hur, hur, bara rent praktiskt, hur gör ni, importerar ni alla spelare på hotell? Står ni för alla kostnader för lagen som kommer? Det är en mix kan jag säga. Det, ja. det är klart att, återigen, nu tjatar vi mycket om Barcelona, men bara ja. för att dra ett exempel att menar, en klubb som Barcelona får säkert, jag har hört siffran, 40-50 inbjudningar till olika turneringar runt om i mm. Europa. Och, så det är klart att de är vana att... Till och med 14-13-åringar. 13-14-åringar, de... Mm. de Ja, de får man flyga in och de får man inkvartera och, och liksom så. Så de, det, det är så det funkar. Och de kommer med sitt bästa lag? Eller kommer de. De, för jag kan tänka mig, när jag spelar fotboll så, mot BP till exempel, de hade ju som liksom 20 lag. Så för BP1, BP2. Mm. Är det Barcelona finest liksom som kommer? Absolut, det är det. Så det är de som vi kommer se i Barcelona i framtiden? Ja. ja. Jag det är Ja, absolut. Om, om typ 2-3 år bara. För att de tar ja. ju upp rätt unga ja. spelare... Men när, när är den här returneringen? Kristi Himmelfärdsäljan vill säga 30 maj till 1 juni. Fredag mm. förmiddag till söndag eftermiddag. Mm. Okay. Och det är på Skytteholm? På Skytteholm CP, ja. Och mm. vad betalar man för att komma in på den? Nej, det, det är fri entré hela mm. helgen. Så. Vi kan säga att vi också försöker... Sen är det så, nu är fjärde året. Man försöker liksom hitta... Liksom, växla upp arrangemanget och liksom mm. spetsa lite i fjol så, så hade vi en, alltså en officiell invigning för första gången ja. vilket då är på fredagkvällen när vi upplägget att vi dels att våra AIK-lag både killar och tjejer ska få liksom spela liksom de här toppmatcherna mot de här topplagen mm. vilket innebär att i år så är det pojkan 0-1 mot Liverpool Flickor 0-0 kommer möta Lyon som är liksom på damnivå liksom vann Champions League förra året. Så att det är, ja, mm. Och alla, alla, alla matcher spelas på samma plan? Alla matcher spelas på samma plan. Mm. Spelas på, ja, på A-plan med, med läktare så att det är matchstart 17, nej, 18, 19 och sen 2015. Mm. Och vad säger Barcelona om de kommer att spela på, på ett ganska dåligt plastgräs? Ändå, som man ändå får kalla det. Ja, det är det sämsta på Skytteholm. Det är det sämsta på Skytteholm också på A-planen. Det är så? Ja. Ja, men det är ju ja. det, 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 det är inte den här fjärde generationens magiska gräs, utan det är ju ett riktigt klassiskt konstgräs. Mm. Jag skulle nog säga, när vi rundade av Barcelona vann som sagt i 99-klassen, som då alltså pojkar 14 i fjol. Och, och, och när de hade lyft bucklen och firat och, och börjat packa ihop sina prylar och skåka därifrån så kommer ja, sportchefen eller den ansvariga och liksom tar i hand och bockar och ber om att få en inbjudan nästa år. Det tycker jag det är ett rätt schysst kvitto på ett bra oavsett mm. plastgräs ja. eh, eller inte. Så, mm. så att det, det, ja, det ska vi vara stolta över. Härligt. Ska vi säga all, alla till skyttan? Alla till Sista skyttan. maj? 
Alla till skyttan sista maj, definitivt. Fredag kvällen sen så är det ju lördag eftermiddag, då är det slutspel och på söndag finaler. Så att det... Jag får hoppas på fint väder så kommer alla sitta där hela dagen och bara titta på bra fotboll. Verkligen. Verkligen. Ja. Det var kul, men, mm. men tack för att du kom och jag hoppas att många lyssnar och kommer dit. Mm. Ja, stort tack. tack. Jätteroligt, lycka till. Ja, t- tusen tack. Vet du vad vi ska göra som vi inte har gjort innan som vi skulle göra förra veckan? Vi skulle presentera en vinnare i vår tävling. Just det, när jag var i Amerika så passade ni på att ordna en tävling. Ja, där vi i tävlingen så kunde man vinna en matchtröja signerad av hela AIK-truppen. Och den har vi nu i vår besittning. Nej, det har vi inte. Nej. Utan, vi, vi, utan den, som, den som vinner tröjan ska alltså få tala om vilken storlek han eller hon vill ha. Och sen kommer signaturen. Och sen så beställer vi den från AIK Shop som är väldigt vänliga och skänker den till vinnaren. Mycket uh, bra initiativ. Och jag tror att vi alla var överens om att, om, om att det här var vinnaren, eller hur? Jag har inte varit med, men jag var inte med. Jo, men du tyckte, att, du tyckte att det här var bra när vi snackade om det. Ja, ja, det är den här, ja. Jo, nu minns jag. Jag har varit lite snurrig. Här Ta... ligger jag och lyssnar på Radio Råsunda. Ja, just det här var fin. Ja, vinnaren var i alla fall då. Men det, man skulle ta en bild visa hur man lyssnar på Radio Råsunda och ge ett minne av eller ett minne, favoritminne av Radio Råsunda. Just det. Och det här tyckte jag var skithäftigt när jag såg det från början. Jag, tr- jag tror att det är en bild från Afghanistan kanske. Och jag gissar att det här då är en soldat. Namnet är Svea Victoria. Och berätta, Victoria. Vad, vad, vad står det i texten? På, på, på bilden så ligger någon solar i alla fall bakom någon stenmur. Och så står det så här. Här ligger jag och lyssnar på Radio Råsunda. Vi hade precis genomfört en högriskoperation och varit utsatta både för det ena och det andra men var nu på väg hem till egen kamp. Detta var första lugna stunden efter drygt elva dagar ute. Även om där var soldater utplacerade på höjderna runt omkring som närskydd och jag har aldrig njutit så mycket av något som jag gjorde där och då. Två veckor av mat ur påse och beskjutningar glömdes bort för en stund med Radio Råsunda i öronen. AIK är kärlek och Radio Råsunda gör att förälskelsen aldrig avtar i styrka. Det är ju en helt fantastisk ja, jag lite, text. Jag får ju lite rysningar när jag läser det. Ja, det ska du ha också. Så att, ja, du som har vunnit då med Instagram-namnet Svea Victoria. Om du vill vara vänlig och skicka ett mejl till mig på bjornsnabbelaradiorasunda.se så ska vi lösa att du får din tröja. Ja, har vi gått ut på något annat sätt med det här kommer du också lägga ut det på hemsidan. För vi vill ju gärna lägga ut den här bilden och den här texten på ja. vår hemsida, eller hur? Det gör vi också. Så det kommer, allting här kommer ut på hemsidan också. Just det. Vi har, eh, ja, jag tänkte ju att jag skulle bjuda på en massarin, men jag, 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 jag orkar inte. Nej, du är för sur för det. Jag är för arg. Ja. Man skulle kunna göra en riktigt ilsken massarin, men jag har inte riktigt tid heller till det. Men det kanske kommer en massarin nästa vecka, ja? Det, det, är... det är just snart, alltså det är Beach 2014 också, vi kan inte köra för mycket massariner. Inte massarin. Man får inte skämma bort sin publik. Nej, precis. Men uh, det skulle vara roligt med en riktigt, att man, att, man, att, man gör, att man gör det när man är riktigt arg. Sådär arg som så, jag är nu. Så, sådär så att det märks att du inte riktigt skämtar. Ja, ja. Att, ring, att ringa, att få tag på Stefan Johansson. Ja. Problemet är om jag har tillräckligt med impulskontroll. Har jag det? <laughs> det tycker jag att du ska testa. Det är det ultimata testet. Ja. Dagen efter Malmö borta. Du skulle ha gjort det igår kväll igen. Mm. Mm. Vad i helvete håller du på med? Ja. Det är vårt SM-guld som du staler från oss. Hur känner du för det? <laughs> ja, men det vad, vad, vad säger de om det då? Vad betyder, vad betyder att vi tappar två poäng? Skitsamma att det är på det här sättet. 
Vad, vad, vad betyder det för guldstriden? Malmö gör ju inte det där rycket nu som hade Nej. varit fallet om de hade vunnit. Men vi knappar å andra sidan inte in de där viktiga poängen. Jag vet inte riktigt. Det känns som att på förhand så hade man ju varit hur nöjd som helst med kryss mot Malmö. Det är ju den svåraste bortamatchen för oss. Vi har inte vunnit på, är det 18 år? Sen 96 tror jag. Nej, nej, 2000 tror jag vi vann en kuppmatch. Okay. Mm. 96 i allsvenskan. Men nej... Jag tror inte att det är kört. Det är många matcher kvar och Malmö kommer garanterat att tappa flera spelare i sommar. Mm. Uh, så att... Uh, jag, jag är hoppfull. Jag, tror, hoppfull. jag tror inte att det behöver betyda så mycket. Vi, vi gjorde så pass bra match så jag känner mig... Uh, det, vi är på gång. Men jag är, ju en sån här, jag är ju en sån här person som inte brukar gnälla på domarna. I alla fall så har jag den självbilden. Sen har jag insett att jag pratar ju en hel del av Martin Hansson. Mm. Nu har vi ju även Stefan Johannesson som är en riktig clown tycker jag till mm. domare. Eh, vi har ju inte längre bara att ta hänsyn till våra motståndare utan vi har ju även liksom en domartrio som eh, avgör de här matcherna. Det är inte första gången. Ah, nu tyckte inte Frank det var roligt längre. Han ser på mig att jag är väldigt arg. Och så blir han lite rädd. Kan det vara så? <laughs> Nej, det tror jag inte. Han är lugn. Han För barn lugn. känner ju sånt där så snabbt. De är så sensitiva. Ja. Men du Björn, vi eh, kanske ska sluta hålla på att sprida min dåliga karma eh, och istället bjuda på, vi har haft en fantastisk gäst här i Radio mm. Råsunda för ett par veckor sedan. Ja. Ska du berätta lite? Jo, men vi spelade in för två veckor sedan så spelade vi in med eh, vår VM-spelande Celso Borges. Um, men vi släppte inte det, för vi kommer inte släppa det förrän nu För att vi skulle krocka med vårt 40-årsfirande med FBTB Just det, och det var lite synd på ett sätt Ja, det var lite synd på ett sätt Eftersom vi ändå var först med att ge svettband till Sälso Borges mm. um, Men det är klart att nu har han ju extra många som han kan ha med sig till eh, VM Just det Men det han fick då alltså... Gav vi samma, gav Black Army samma svettband som vi gjorde? Ja, eller likadana Lika... Likadana Uh, ja, nej men, så det, det är det som, när vi gör det under intervjun här nu som ni kommer att höra så är det alltså inspelat två veckor tidigare och vi visste inte om det som skulle ske. Just det, men Daniel är... Perez Wenger lämnade över så fint från norra stå. Vi, det här är ju inspelat eh, dagarna efter Elfsborgs matchen. Just det. Mm. Eh, jag är ju rätt jättelägad också för jag har precis kommit hem från USA. Ja. Vad finns det mer som man behöver veta inför den här intervjun? Jag tror inte att det är så mycket mer att veta. Alltså. Det är, vi pratar på engelska. Vi får be om ursäkt för att, för att vi inte kunde texta. Och så kan vi, jag kan be om ursäkt för att min engelska är så pass dålig. Men, men ni, ni får stå ut med, med vi, kunde, vi kunde i alla fall genomföra ett ganska långt snack med Celso Borges. Just det. Och det var väldigt trevligt. Men då kör vi tycker jag. Då får ni höra den nu. So, congratulations to playing in the World Cup. Thank you. Appreciate it. Just got the list official yesterday. So, yeah. Three three guys are going to be out as well, but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, hopefully. You know, Nisse has also played uh, in this <laughs> <laughs> almost in the in the World Cup. In the, <laughs> no, we, but we have a Yeah, a couple of years ago in um, the World Cup in uh, I don't know where it was, but we had we had actually an AIK player. It was playing. in Germany. In Germany, yeah, we had 2006. A, yeah, uh, we had a player from AIK called Derek Boateng. Oh yeah, right. He played for um, for Ghana in the World Cup, 
And, okay. uh, and during this uh, championship, he um, during the games, he wore these uh, AIK sweatpants on his arms. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, I think um, I saw a picture. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. we actually we actually have uh, a present for you. Oh boy! Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> really. Oh, really cool! We actually, oh, we actually nice. Have, um, two two packages. Oh, of well, thank you very you. much. So if you want to, uh, actually, Stefan from the AIK shop, he said you have to wear these. I, but for, I don't. For sake, if you want, I want to. to wear them. I don't have to wear anything. I want to wear them. I would be honored. That would be really cool, for sure. Yeah, we we would be very moved. Totally. Well, thank you guys very much. I appreciate the detail and thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the picture, picture mode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, nice detail. Is it the problem for you to play in if it's like? It's Adidas and, and and they are not the sponsor of the Costa Rican uh, that's, national that's selection. That's something to, just to check. Okay. That's or maybe just maybe just disregard and just play anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I can pay the fine or something. <laughs> I don't know what's what's the we, deal. We will pay the fine. Yeah, we will pay the fine. Okay, then no. then yeah, yeah. I don't know what's the what's the rules uh, with it, but. Um, you shouldn't have said anything, Martin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But uh, but still, it's a nice nice thing to. To, to give to me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. It's nice. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you want to try them on, maybe? <laughs> nah, nah. So let's just leave. Okay. Them, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so how, how long have you been living in Sweden? This is my third year now. Yeah. Mm, this is gonna be my third year. So. But you still don't speak any Swedish. I do, I do, but it's it's absolutely all over the place. Yeah. So um. Say, so, say something. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Jag kan prova att prata lite svenska men jag tror det inte går så bra för mig. Det sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe I can express myself as good as I as maybe I will do in English. So um yeah, if we make it on Swedish I'm pretty sure it's going to be really funny. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you, but you understand Swedish? Well, yeah, mostly. Mostly. And if I don't, I have no problem saying Listen, I, I didn't get that. Just but, but during um, um, in um, before games, when Andreas yeah. was talking to the team, uh, talking about, about the strategy, mm -hmm. do you get everything that he yeah, says? Yeah, sport sport talk. I I understand almost fully. Yeah. Then then I can yeah. The coach uh, Andreas he speaks to me in Swedish sometimes, and I don't think he realizes sometimes, but it's or he realizes okay. he just knows. So that. if I say like this, uh, pressspelet nu är väldigt viktigt, also mm -hmm. pressspelet är jätteviktigt. Yeah. The, the press play is really important now. Yeah. That's, uh, press, 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 press play. Press play. <laughs> the press play. You should have tried harder stuff. I'm going to say not... I'm going to think I said wrong. Titta var målvakten står. Det är jätteviktigt, säger Neborsa. Titta var målvakten står. Look at where the goalkeeper is. Okay. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot of times now from Nesh. So from Nesh? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty, it's pretty alright with that. But if then if we start talking about everyday life or I don't know politics and economy, then I'm I'm done. But yeah. everybody speaks English with you, all the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the thing is when you start in English mm. and then you get used to English, then I think it's really hard to switch back to to mm. to Swedish. I mean, for I understand when they're having a conversation, I can I can follow up and and say something. So. Uh, Uh, but I'll say it in English, you know. It's a little bit like like Stam. He he understands a, lo a lot as well, but yeah. he would make his input in English. I was uh, watching a training not that long ago, and I saw you and Stam were walking back to the to the um, uh, to the building from the from the pitch, mm -hmm. and, and you seem to be very close, you and Stam. Yeah, we are. We are he, him, and and his family. 
uh, I love them, man. They're they're great. They've been a lot of support, uh, you know, uh, tool for me. Um, they've helped me out with yeah, with a lot of stuff. Sometimes when you know things don't go right, whatever, they just come have dinner here. Um, it's nice to have somebody to talk to. Uh, we always keep in communication when I'm back home or he's in in, in Canada. Um, I've grown affection into his family as well. His uh, his three kids, uh, you know, his wife. They're all they're all great people, honestly. Mm. So I owe them a lot, a lot. Like you can yeah. say, it's it's interesting because I, I I think of you as a as a person that everything just works out. Everything is very, is always happy and everything is always good. Uh-huh. So it's interesting to, to hear you say that it's when stuff don't always go right. Yeah, we, we all have problems. I mean, nothing yeah. nothing's perfect, of course. But I I am a, a person that. I try to to see everything always, uh, you know, the glass half full, you know. Mm. So I try to be happy. I try to spread the joy, like you say. So, so what do you say now when it isn't going that well for Stam right now? Mm. And last game... Uh, when, when we're recording this last game, Stam didn't play. Yeah. And the game before that. And he has like a rough period yeah. right, right right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, then, then it's you have two faces. Then it is the friend and the coworkers, uh, you know, face. So, so uh, it's the same thing. I try to be be for him a lot. I've always been honest with him. I've always been absolutely honest when he's done a great job. Um, he's uh, I've said to him when things are a little bit shaky, he knows it. Uh, the same with me when he has been telling me, uh, "Listen, this match, I don't know. I didn't sense you that much, or this match, fantastic." Uh, so it's it's we've we've grown to make a difference between okay. both things. So what did you say? What, what what did you say to him after the last game he played? No, I, I just say like um, you know after the last game, like after the last game, I said like the goal, you know, should have should have taken it. So yeah, I know, man, I know. It's, I don't know what happened, but uh, we we pulled it off, and then you know that's when when you get the team behind you, you know. So um, so he knows, you know, we're all mature professionals and we know when we do a good game or, or a bad game and and he he against uh, I think his last game was Helsingborg if I'm not mistaken mm. he didn't have much to do that game but that's the thing you know one play and it changes everything mm. so um, so when that happens it's just it's, it's difficult to see him as a friend also he's he's battling you know you're seeing someone you care and just like the guy who works his you know his butts off and then he's always there and he's giving so much support for players that's why you want to see these people do good you mm. know so so I didn't really like that but he, can you he's, he's struggling right now it's really tough for him to be uh, to not play well of course he he says that he he has said it you know he says it's frustrating and and and, and that he's he's angry about it um, yeah. sport sport wise of course uh, angry And um, and he's he's gonna work uh, a lot to to gain it back. The the thing is the the, the goalkeeper. I was gonna say Molvakt. Mm. The goalkeeper position. Say <laughs> <laughs> uh, That position is very, you know, you have such a loyal competition between each other. Mm. Uh, if 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 Stam is doing great, that means that Patrick is pushing hard. If Patrick is doing great, that means that Stam is pushing hard because they all feel each other like stepping on each other's mm. uh, heels. You know. So it's a really, really uh, loyal dispute there, and of course they have Lee who's pushing them every day, and yeah, so 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 it's 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 tough, you know, it's tough not to play, it's tough not to play. It's it's harder than than what you guys could think, you know. Yeah, it's, and that's not really a problem for you because you play almost every game. You, yeah. you play every game. You play every game if you're not uh, suspended. 
I've been lucky, yeah, yeah. yeah with uh, yeah, is it, is it is it just luck? No, well, yeah. I, I have uh, you know you know what what actually does a lot. It's when you get into a dressing room and and you get confidence from from the people you work with, like your team teammates and and the coaching staff. That helps a lot. That helps the fact that if you do one game that is not your best game that you do very well, that you can you can have a revenge on yourself next game. You know, like you don't play on that. On edge, on like, uh, is he gonna? We, I mean, am I out? Mm. That also, that's also good. But you also feel a lot of, of confidence. Like, okay, they didn't work this game, but I'm gonna work uh, for the next game. Yeah, because you're one of few players that I uh, think that Andreas would never take off the team. <laughs> all, all, the, all of the other players. I mean, even Henok has not started some games because mm. he's uh, out of shape, maybe. Uh, but you're not. You're never picked off the the pitch, even though you might have worse games or better games. Yeah, normal. You know, you can't peak. You know, the whole the whole season. But uh, but uh, I, you know, honestly, I tr- I try to just play the best I can. Mm. You know, I don't I don't try to uh, overdo things. Uh, you know, I don't cheat myself in the game. I don't go and do step overs in midfield and trying to do a tunnel because that's not my game. If I do a mistake doing my normal game, then okay, and then then it happens. Hmm. But what pisses me off about myself sometimes is when I try to do things that are not according to what I do, you know. So uh, so you know, I just keep working on my on my on my strengths, if you can say it, and that's been working out. And of course, it's it's nice to have confidence from from your same players and the and the and the coaching stuff. But you have really peaked the last games here before the World Cup, or what do you say? Well, we we have, <laughs> we we have the the thing is we we um, like I, I've said so before. But when we all do great, I mean, when we all get a result, us as a team, that automatically uh, develops, you know, your 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 personal growth, if you can say it that way. So when you win, everybody looks. Oh, why they win? Oh, it's because they won here. We're here. So when you tire and you lose, you're like, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, but sometimes it is like the team doesn't really. Uh, make it, and then you have one player that really isn't a good. Yeah, but that that don't you think that? Because um, for me, for example, it gives me more satisfaction to win the game than if, uh, like, let's say, Hecken, for example, Hecken got a chance to to score twice, but we didn't win at the end. So I don't feel like oh, my job is done. I don't feel nothing like that. Mm. I I still get to the dressing room with the same. I'd rather not like Jurgen. I'd rather not score. I'd rather like just. Play good in my position, like with Panos, do great there, master that that uh, that sort of the game, and then we win uh, the game. Mm. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, and to you know, to make people in the game that everybody's just like okay, tidy, tidy here, mm. and then I'm actually quite uh, even happier about that than that we score and we don't win, for mm. example. But, but talking about about you as a, as a person, um, for me, uh, I don't know what, what you say, Martin, but uh, for me, it's, it felt like uh, before the Jurgen match, all of the team was sort of not playing well. But mm-hmm. but it was a big change for you as well as a player. I think that you were fantastic in the game against. Yeah, Jurgen. you and Panos mm-hmm. were really were, yeah. oh, owning yeah. the game. Thank you, no. <laughs> thank you. But, but what do you, uh, if you look at the, the season so far, what, what can mm-hmm. you say about about the game or how it's developed your game? Yeah, the. Um, Let's say it like this: um, Gothenburg game very poor. Uh, it was very poor. The Yavla game, I think we deserve to win because you know they they a little bit parked us. I think we we um, as far as my game, the Jurgen game, it is a it is a game it is a game changer. 
Mm. Uh, it definitely sets the the trend for the for this next game for sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we needed that derby to to really you know come together and just work as a, as a wolf pack. And, um, and yeah, maybe maybe we needed that. But uh, I agree with you that after Yugor, then, then everybody's performance starting to like okay, here, here, here's it going. Okay, this is this is going good. Keep on that. This is not going well. Let's 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 try to hide this so we can keep working on other stuff. So, but what, it, what do you think has happened since last season? Because I, we we ended last season really well, mm-hmm. and then we yet yet again we started the season very poorly. Uh, yeah, and yet we have more points than last year. Yeah, yeah. But what, so, but so what do you think has changed since uh, since November when we played the last game? Uh, wow, I, I've. I don't know. I don't know if we maybe um, when the season starts. I don't know if we if we if we come off um, not as aggressive as as we are as a team. Mm. Um, or I don't know if it's a mental factor that we still have a long season to go and then we can actually turn it. So because um, we uh, physically uh, we're doing great, um, the coaching staff is doing great. We have the the talent that it requires. So if if mentally we can group, you know, each other, if we can if we can back up each other, then the the then results will come. Like it took us, yeah, four games for us to to realize about that, and and um, I think that that could be a, a a reason. But we know it, and we we you know. The first one to be disappointed about the bad, the bad results is us as well. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not like we, you know, I can't go home after mm. after. You know, tying or losing against uh, North Shopping, for example, that's that's just you know for me it's it's unacceptable. Uh, so for us, it's the biggest hit. Next day after you lose or you tie a game, it's like the whole world is crumbling. So I think that that part is very positive about mm. about the club. That doesn't feel like oh we lost that hell with it. We still have you know like uh, I still no no it, it it does hurt and it takes a few days to. To get the spirit back up, is it more uh, like of this feeling in AIK in AIK uh, than in your previous clubs? Right? Yeah, because it's it's a big team. Yeah. That's that's the difference between big teams and small teams. In the I, in Norway, when I was, it was it's a small team. Which yes. team was it in Norway? Uh, Fredrikstad. Fredrikstad. Yeah. And before that. And then I was in in the biggest team in Costa Rica. Okay, and what team was that? Saprissa. Saprissa, yeah. and that's not the big club in Costa that, Rica. That's the biggest club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's but you biggest. didn't. Feel the same pressure? No, no, no. It's the same. Like okay. it, it was like going, like I, if I would compare uh, during my time abroad, I would say, like in in Scandinavia. So in Fredrikstad, you you don't got uh, the goals are different. So when you when you lose a match, you're like, oh, that's what it was supposed to happen or whatever. I don't know. It's it's different goals, a different mindset. Hmm. The difference here is like, yeah, it it does matter when you lose. You know, hmm. it, it does matter when you tie even. You're supposed to, you know, as, as you have the responsibility of winning. So that's that's I love that. Mm. I, I love. So is that. it the pressure from the supporters or the, also the pressure from within the club? I think from how the club is built. Yeah. I think how the club is built is is the biggest club in Sweden. The support, the, no, the, sorry, the, the, the supporters or from within. No, the no, club. the um, the uh, how did you say again? Uh, the biggest club in Sweden? No, no, the plikten att vinna. The duty. The, no, the responsibility. Yeah, the responsibility yeah. of winning. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is it? Uh, how do you cope with that pressure? I, I love it. And I think uh, it makes me, for example, it makes me want to play at my best. Because if I don't play at my best, or we don't play at my best, we can't win. 
So th- I think that that's exactly I think what I needed. Like and just you, you don't get nervous by that if you make one mistake and you you feel the frustration from the the, the supporters. At but the I, I see arena it, I see or? it as a as a part of the game. You you know you you make mistakes uh, in the game and and we get the um, you know statistics statistics from from Ulf uh, every time after every game. So when you realize that it's something normal that happens in the game that you can't play a perfect game. Then you're actually you're quite comfortable with it. Mm. It's like it, when you make a mistake, you're like, "Uh huh, you did this." Mm. You know, like like with the opposition, okay, I'll try this next time, whatever. And then mm. you you start like this mind game over during the game. So, so tell us about Ulf because we had Ulf uh, Christiansson as a guest here, and he told us that uh, Celso Borges is like one of the most serious players. Um, after every game, you're there and want to see. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love. Uh, well, thank you, Ulf. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, I love uh, uh, statistics, and I think I, um, I'm beginning to, um, to shape up performances uh, based on that, um, because they're so accurate. They're so accurate. Uh, how many, uh, you know, uh, how many balls you touched during the game? Which of them were wrong? Which of them were right? During what period you were in contact with the ball the most? Uh, where did you did you lose the ball more? Where did you gain the ball more? So it's it's a lot of things that I. But how, how do you change your game from from knowing? Because this? then then you Can go you and you examples? practice on. That. For example, it says uh, for example uh, lost balls against the opponent in the last quarter. So then you you can go in the training pitch and work on the last quarter, and then you work with the strikers like okay I need faster decisions for this. So whenever you get the ball, it's like you know what's happening immediately. Hmm. So instead of just like uh, getting the ball and then deciding what's going to happen, you can actually work on that, and then you see that like the statistics lower, lower, lower. Yeah. Um, with with shooting, with uh, running inside the box when a cross comes, uh, that's been you know stuff to to improve. But it sounds like a lot to think about. Could it? Could it also be like too much? It's too much to think about. You stop. Uh, stop playing. No, there's no. so much to think about. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's not a. It's not a. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a override of, of of information. You know, I don't get stuck by it. Uh, um, so, what have you improved mostly from this? I think uh, you know the deliverances in in the last quarter have been well. The playing playing forward. Because uh, we get like where you get the passes, you know, uh, mm. a lot. I used to, I used to play a lot backwards when I could play forward. You know what I mean? Like just because yeah. that was the safe option. Mm. So now I think I've, I've begun to get rid of that a bit and just play the risky pass. Because eight out of ten, it's working. I'm missing two, but these other balls, they're they're getting through, and that's that I'm leaving. Uh, then you're working for Henok, for Robin, for Nabil to get into good positions, and that's that's our job as midfielders as well. Can you see these uh, statistics? Because I remember when we looked at the statistics, we could see that, for instance, um, I think Nabil and uh, Henok were really uh, good friends because they, all, all of their passes always worked out. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone that you um, work out with better on the pitch that your passes always get to each yeah, other? Yeah, I, I, I have. Um, Henok is for me the most clever person I've ever played with yeah. and uh, it's very easy to find him yeah it's that's interesting because you and Henok are like the geniuses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so it's not yeah I'm not that surprised that you mentioned Henok mm, but, but thank you for the that you can find spark. each other like two football gods on the pitch yeah. like, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say yeah but he, he, he really 
he he makes he makes our job a lot easier honestly so like, describe what is his um, why is he so because he brilliant. looks he's he's playing with a striker right so he looks it's very difficult to do the opposite of what you're doing because that involves looking at three things the the player that you're playing with the opponent uh, the ball and i forgot one the space so he got to be and the one he doesn't look at much is the ball because you know the ball's coming yeah. so he has to be at the right space away from the from the defender and looking at his teammate to see what he's doing so he incorporates all of the things all of these three things into a position where he can be dangerous so he interprets this this role i think very 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 nicely so he replaces himself himself correctly based on what he sees around him exactly so, so, so he's, he's like always, you could always hit the, the the best pass possible because he's in the best place possible exactly and if he's not let's say and he if he did the right movement yeah. and let's say a defender went with him then then he's creating space for somebody else yeah. so that's what leaves up for robin for nabil for kennedy that's when you see them, like they go one against one against the keeper or you see nabil that he's always in a one against one position in in the um, in the side you know and he, he loves this yeah. uh, same as robinson as pavy so so his movement is creating by consequence other other things opening up and if nobody takes him no, go ahead mm. you know so it's our job to to play him as well yeah. mm? that's really interesting yeah <laughs> so andreas alm uh, uh, wrote the book watch the game not the not the ball yeah yeah uh, i think Ren- uh, Henrik read it if i'm not mistaken Uh, I haven't. That's interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Have you had Henok here? Yeah, yeah, uh, a long time ago. Oh, okay, so okay. we should have him again soon. Absolutely. Mm. So, so I read he... it. Oh, you read it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think? That's really good. Yeah, I, I've never, re- I've I'm, never. Read it. Uh, after reading it, you watch. You you tend to watch more about how you look around on the pitch mm-hmm. than actually watching the the ball. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's how it, it's it's so football is. Its evolution has been growing so fast that you you don't have time to watch the ball anymore. Like you you just have to watch your back or the space or something, you know. So so it's 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 very easy to get attracted by the ball. That that that's that's mm. for sure. Uh, how old are you now? Twenty five. Twenty five. Uh, so uh, 25, and you're also the assistant assistant captain in the club. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and you are the captain in the the national team. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, okay. no. But I you, was you, I was during a period. You also. Okay. Then we, they changed the coach, and then um, our captain that is now is mm. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's it's still uh, you're 20, only 25 years old, and you're a foreign player in in AIK, and you're the assistant captain. What would you say is your um, Why? Why is this? What's your personality, or what is it that makes you the second mm. captain in AIK? Well, uh, that's um, that's a good question. Uh, what, what do you? No, no, don't say that. The arm should not this. Just I say was what just going to say that. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can I can support um, the ideas of the coach and of the captain. In, in in good ways um, in ways people can understand in like uh, of communicate them um, well because you know um, there's different players and different personalities so so in whatever I can do to support those ideas <clears throat> that they have 
uh, then that's 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 sort of my job and i i have I'm, i have a good relationship with with everybody there so so i think um, i can help out on out on that a lot so is it is that you can you can you can interpret the, the coach's ideas and and sort of uh, push his ideas out to the other players that's a strong point. yeah exactly like uh, but we'd never we'd never going over uh Nice's role no, no. or or the coach's role or even the for example Henok is a very experienced guy yeah. uh, Petan has been in the club for for so many years so i you know i have to be aware of okay there's whatever my position takes because my position my position also involves a lot of talking so during the game i have to yet uh, pull here pull there you know say here come go pressure no don't go you know so it so it's a lot that comes also as a midfielder as well mm. but you are obviously a kind of a natural leader in the team well it, i've 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 fitted very nicely i fitted very nicely i feel very comfortable and you mentioned patton yeah and nissa so who who are the the nom- the dominants in in the in the team Uh, no, like like for example, uh, people that have a lot of experience uh, in 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 the dressing room, they, like you know, they they're uh, Henok, um, Nise, you know. Uh. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Stam, um, yeah, pattern. Uh, a panos that comes from a from a from a strong past as well. The same with uh, Robin and Nabil. You know they they have grown into into players themselves. Uh, Nabil is barely his second year in the club, but Robin, you know, he has been all his life in in AK, mm. from what I understand. So um, so there's a lot of respect amongst uh, each other, you know, as well. Uh, everybody understands the role pretty pretty nicely, and 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 of course that that's good for a, for a team spirit. Mm. You're you're also a very um, experienced player, even though you're only 25. You played in Europe in two different clubs, um, and uh, have also been the captain of your teams. So mm-hmm. I would say that you're the, one of the most experienced players, actually. It's uh, yeah, it's I've been yeah lucky to play a lot of matches as well, and, and with the national, especially national team. Yeah, important here. matches because yeah, yeah. exactly yeah that, that that has given that has given me like a lot of. Uh, um, You know the national team games have given me a lot of hits uh, as well, so that's built up my character, and uh, and the same within the time in Norway that was uh, some hits as well. So so you learn from that, and then you take it on from there. So so yesterday we, t- we mentioned this earlier. Yesterday it, it was official that you're in the troop for mm-hmm. the World Cup. Uh, what do you think are your chances chances are of playing? Of playing, I think uh, they're they're good. Yep. They're good. It's up to. It's up to me, I think. If um, I'm glad those... you said it, it's not up to the the coach. Yeah, well, of course it's up to the coach to decide. But what I mean is, like, it's up to me because I, I need to train hard and I need to to play well in the two matches that we have before the World Cup. And your position in the national team? Are you offensive midfielder or? We play different there because there we play with a backline of five. So then, then it's a little we play a so little. So five, bit. four, one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it so it varies a bit. 
Um, you're a central midfielder. I'm a, but I'm still a central midfielder. Yeah, I don't play on the wing on, on everything. But it just it changes a bit because in the national team, playing with back five, you don't worry about what happens in your back uh, that much. You still have a box to box, you know, cover up. But mm. if they play through you, you're safe. You know, they, they you have always like a pit bull behind you, just like waiting to to kill the opposition. So, and then you th- you think a lot more. Um, about pressuring the other guys midfielder. But what, what do you feel about your possibilities of uh, advancing from the group? Who, are, who do you have in your group? I, I don't actually know. You, you know, we're going to cheer for you in the World Cup. Oh, okay, okay. But, but how, who do you have in your group? It's a pretty, <laughs> pretty easy group. Yeah, uh, Uruguay, yeah. Italy, and England. So it's um, it's quite difficult. And uh, but the people in Costa Rica is really excited. Yeah, is really excited about it, and and yeah, we also. But do you think you could uh, you could actually win these games? I think if we want to make um, if we want to transcend in Costa Rican history and make people um, not forget about 1990, but to build new memories, I think we need to do something great. And for us to be remembered as a generation of players, the cards have been dealt, and it's up for us to play them right. Because I just remember one thing that Nisse said when he was. Uh, uh, at our program he said that you have this very easy qualifying group you, you play teams like Republic of Beans <laughs> and uh, I, don't know, I don't remember what else uh, yeah, yeah um, I've, I've heard that before uh, it's not it's it's really hard uh, we we play first like a like a qualifier match against some island in the Caribbean mm-hmm. and that, that we should win that we should win but then it's then we we're dealt in a group of four and then we always get like um, United States or Mexico or mm. or Canada, wow. something like that, or like a big, like a big squad. And then three teams that are, you know, they're not traditionally good, but they still manage to get some opposition. But you have a lot of good teams in Latin America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, man can skatta out Republican jeans, but we have Malta, liksom, som vi möter. Yeah. So he doesn't skatta so much, Anissa. No. But you understood that, yeah, I got right? That, yeah. Good. <laughs> So you 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 said uh, the back five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and the national team. That's not uh, five uh, defenses. Defenses. Yeah, defenders. Defenders. Yeah, it's 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 usually used as um, three central defenders and two wings and two okay. two left and right backs. Is this because you you or do you always play like this? Uh, the first year it started with a backline of four, yeah. and then it was used as a, if we're winning one zero. After the seventy fifth minute, uh, the third central defender comes, and then we switch. But mm. then we realized that our left and right back they were they're phenomenal. They okay. were phenomenal. So they are kind of offensive, or yeah, they're, they're, it's like having two planes in the in the pitch. Okay. It's just like they up and down. Two dreamliners on the left and exactly, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely like that. So okay. it's and, and they're, they're, you know, they're one sixty. Each of the one sixty, one sixty five, but they're they are so fast. And one of them unfortunately broke his leg oh. in Everton. He plays in Everton now. So do you think Arco could, could play like five five four one? Would that be a But we I think we I don't know if it was. It's kind last of unusual. Season. I've never seen a team playing No not not five not with internationally. five defenders. Yeah. They they what I mean by five is that sometimes they play with three. Like uh, like Barcelona did. Okay. Barcelona used to play with back three in their second year of Guardiola, and then they had like the the wingers that would complement. Okay, sometimes. so it's more like four three three. 
Ja, yeah, like 352. 352, ja. Det är Norlings sätt att spela på. Oh, Rickard Norling, the old uh, AIK coach. Aha, uh-huh, that was here. Yeah, he was like the... So it's, yeah. He played like... With, with yeah, the... for a few games, yeah. Uh, But then we started screaming <laughs> 442 AIK. <laughs> But then, of course, it's, uh, again, what what is good for every team. So sometimes teams don't function on, on back. No, AIK uh, is 442. Yeah, yeah, And 1-0 wins. <laughs> yeah, but it, it functions well. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's about finding the right hmm. tactic for whichever team it is. But you, you're, as you said, Martin, you are, your your form is really you, you peaked before this World Cup. Mm. You you score a lot of goals. You score in every game, and you score beautiful goals in every game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah. So um, probably you won't be coming back to AIK after the World Cup. Listen, it's like this. I have a contract. Yeah. So I have one more year. Uh, you know. So this it runs out next summer. So one of the things that that I can say is just that I don't I don't know, mm. the, the, you know I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna even and this sounds cheesy but I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow as well. The thing about we had a, a national team player that also passed away, uh, the same with Ivan. So so I have no idea of I have a you know you can have all the plans you want, but then after that the only thing for certain is that I have a that I have a contract. And that I'm gonna do my best. But we had John yeah. Westrem was here, and he said Celso is gonna leave after the World Cup. That yeah. well, okay, my so, <laughs> so, director saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it didn't really say exactly that. Almost. Yeah, but they've said all year that Celso will will probably leave, and they don't say stuff like that mm. normally. So, what do you have? What would be your plan or your dream, or what would be the next step for you? The, you know the the next step it's it's to like I said before it's like I want to grow as a player I want to grow as a professional as well so of course there's always you know a step up uh, in in everything that you do even if you're playing in the biggest club you always have ambitions for yourself yeah what would be the ultimate next step for you no exactly that like where, wherever it is that I feel like okay this is gonna help me do this and this better and this and this you know yeah. and like, where is that right now well there's some better leagues that, that yeah. could help, that could help <laughs> but there's that. been there's been rumors about you for quite a long time but not never anything really concrete yeah. but it has been talks about uh, about England for instance mm-hmm. Southampton I think has been watching you okay uh, okay yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, the thing is that you're the last you're the last player to know uh But, but you, you must know some things from your agent. What clubs are are looking at you? They, um, I only speak with them if it's in something concrete. Yeah. I don't like. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate rumors, and you know, they're it's always nice to hear. But I try to to keep it real. <laughs> to just if it is real, they know where we are. But would the English league, the Premier League, would that be? A good step for you, oh, or yeah. what kind of leagues are would suit you best? Um, it's it's, it's kind of physical over there. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But <laughs> not, then, on the other hand, in England, in Germany, in Spain, in Holland, Belgium, you have teams that are that are playing out of what history tells them. No, how you to can't play. go to Belgium. 
No, but what I mean that is that would be like <laughs> not good. No, good not good enough. What I mean is that they're they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> you can, like it well, maybe it's going to Belgium. And I was all sad about this. <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> like then you can say team. no, I call the biggest team in Europe. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm just, I'm just, you go to England, Italy, or Spain. I'm, I'm just stating, Germany. stating examples for the. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go to Belgium. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, so, sorry about. So, so yeah, I'm sorry about mentioning that one example. Uh, but what I mean is, like, for example, you have an England teams that are playing different of physical football. You have the the Southampton, you have the Swansea that that are playing like a little bit of of uh, tiki taka. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's not really about the league. It's about which team could offer that possibility. So, um, so then after that is I don't know. That's You can bring Patrick Merck here, and maybe he can speak more freely about it. But uh, seriously, I'm is very. He your, is he your agent? Yeah, that's right. Oh, he wasn't when you came. No. So no, did, no. did you change recently? I changed uh, about uh, a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. Why did you change your agent? Well, well, no, it was just uh, you know, it was a uh, I knew Patrick from before, and I think he he works quite well and uh, he brought you here from uh, Norway he was the contact he was, yeah. my, my agent from Spain was the one that 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 um, that made the you know the yeah. thing but uh, he was the contact to it and so um, so yeah yeah then then we then we changed I ran out my contract with my agent and I wasn't renewing so mm. Mm. do you like f- to watch football I love to watch football okay I love to watch I love to watch good football and where do you see the good football in Europe Well, there's a lot of teams that play that play really nicely. You know, even even now that you mention, uh, you know, Southampton, for example, they have a really exciting way of 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 looking at the game, and it's a very different way. It's if we say, for example, Borussia Dortmund, that they have this other like just knockout punch uh, kind of way. The other way, of course, you know, uh, Barcelona, uh, Atletico Madrid, they play very differently. Like everybody, Chelsea has their own way of interpreting the game. So I love to see these all mixes. And uh, a lot to do. A lot of that had to do. I used to watch it as, you know, just like just fun football, you know. Hmm. And then, then it like uh, when I started hanging out with Henok more often, yeah, it, it tricked something. Like uh, I already got tricked by uh, by a national team coach who was who was very good in this tactics things. But then Henok, you know, coming from La Liga and everything, and then he said like, oh, this is like this and this, and I, oh, okay. Like that, and then you get a lot of input as well. Mm. Mm. You're talking a lot about Southampton here. Uh, we also have uh, an old AIK player playing there, Jos Hoyfeld. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he's a really nice guy as mm. well. Maybe you know each other. Uh, no, I yeah, I don't. I, don't I think know. I think you've met. I think I see some pictures of you partying or something. <laughs> I don't think that's me. No. no. <laughs> so no. Okay, but, uh, but uh, even though it's a lot of talk about the rumors, I personally, I think for all of us, I, we hope that you stay here forever instead. Mm. No, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I think I found myself very nicely here. Like I've, I've, I've grown myself into 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 the club very nicely. I enjoy the the ambition that they have. I enjoy the the passion, the pressure that it is to to. To play here, and I feel very beloved, and that also makes my life in Stockholm really easier. So when you feel uh, like you've been treated nicely by your teammates, by your coaches, by 
by the people uh, you, you really feel a place so yeah I have to say it's been like a second home for me well, it's like if you look at other players that have been in AAK big players like uh, Tete Bangura for instance or Dirk Boateng they always look back they always want to come back and uh, it, it's always like if you're loyal to the, to the club and you're a good player the fans will love you forever and you're mm. always welcome back I think it, it, it exactly I think it sucks you in I yeah. think there's there's no way of, of, of denying it you know there's no way of, of I think fans have been they are really respectful in the, fa- in the fact that um, you can have a crappy game but if you still manage to go there and just you know work your yeah you're allowed to say ass yeah, well, yeah okay work your ass out then then I think they don't have an issue with that mm. I think then you know this just the philosophy of IK is just build, build on working hard and and so I, I get pissed off on myself and I don't hit the right passes or anything but uh, one of the things that have learned me being here is especially looking looking through that like looking before I used to get like numb and just like oh, I'm not hitting the right passes I'm just getting you know why would I work hard you know and here it's like yeah if you don't work hard you're you, gonna hear it yeah you're gonna you're gonna have it yeah <laughs> okay. but so, what, would you, what would you say is the best thing about playing for AK one thing I think that for me personally I think it's the passion yeah. I think for for me that's that's if if you don't have passion in what you're doing, chanting, playing, uh, coaching, you know, all of these factors here in IK they all resemble that. They all go with hand in hand with that. Mm. So, uh, Jesus man, who who would have gone to Moscow when uh, when we were there? You know, we were losing one zero home, yeah. and there were still fans there, and and they like a hundred the persons or how many? Yeah, I don't think how many. I think yeah, hundred or something yeah. was it. But you played that game, and how big was that for you? Oh my! Hey. Beating uh, Moscow and going the, the, to Europe. The 23rd best team in Europe at yeah, the moment. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. I think uh, just one of those nights that would that, but that's gonna definitely mark a memory. Uh, that already marked a memory in my mm. in my career for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that uh, you want to see Salzburgers forever in AIK. Yep. I would say, like, I hope you you can take the next step and let's see how good you can, good a player you can be, and then mm. come back with your new <laughs> experience and, and and your fat wallet, and, yeah, <laughs> and play for us again and and teach the young players in AIK. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I I I, I would love it. I would love to also take a take a new step and see. See what else is out there, of course, uh, and that's that's the ambition that I hear that the club has. Uh, yeah. And then, well. then you can learn Swedish and come back, and maybe you sit here in ten years, and we we have an interview in Swedish. Yeah, yeah. you are like the captain of AIK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. do, do you have any role models as a football player? You know, this sounds cheesy, but my dad. Yeah, mm. uh, this is right here, your father. Yeah, yeah, my dad. Yeah, he's 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 my he, he's my hero. Yeah. So he's yeah, he's everything. He's 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 done everything he can for for Costa Rica. He's marked an era. Uh, he played in. He scored in Sweden. Yeah, in, yeah, that's in right. World Cup. No, he gave the assist. Oh, yeah. He didn't two, score two one. No, he didn't score. He didn't score. He, he gave the pass assist. for the two one goal uh, for Medford. So people love him here, I guess. <laughs> How do you like it in Stockholm? I love it. I love the 
I love the restaurants. I love the coffee shops. I love absolutely everything. Are, are you out a lot in in the city? I'm out a lot eating and yeah. uh, having the famous uh, fika. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I uh, I am a lot. Yeah. What's, I what's your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant. Uh, I have two actually. I have yeah. two. I have. Uh, a sushi place. Oh, I don't know if I should. That's easy promotion. Yeah, uh, we, we can cash in. I call yeah, them. Yeah, we will call them. <laughs> so you, you mentioned mention their name, and if they pay, yeah, okay. We, <laughs> we'll we don't. Uh, <laughs> no, just joking. No, I like very much uh, Lundgren's. Uh, yeah. It's a sushi place there in in Sader. and then um, I really like Vasai um, uh, again. Uh, the steakhouse there. They are the uh, the um, Oikwara. Vasai again. Yeah, yeah, that, and uh, yeah. and Boqueria. That's that's really cool. Mm. Mm, that's really nice. So, yeah, monks. Uh, I'm not there every every day, but maybe two, three times a week. No, no mm. not either. No, once a once once a month. I maybe. But you you don't have a family. And uh, no, Here. I don't have kids no. or wife. no girlfriend, boyfriend. No, no, nothing, nothing like that. Okay. No, no. So you're you're single in Stockholm as a football player. That's right. But there must be a lot of girls uh, chasing you. <laughs> or boys. Yeah, or boys. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but I I'm not I don't go crazy over it. I guess I you know uh, I understand. I would understand, uh, but uh, but I you know that's the same. Uh, if you if you could play on that card, you could. But I I, I choose I choose to. We recorded uh, a program with Bojan Bojan Jordic mm-hmm. in the Carlsberg Bar uh, live in front of an audience. Okay, and uh, you weren't there, Martin. But no. there were like I don't know. There were a lot of young girls, uh-huh. a lot of young girls watching <laughs> yeah. Bojan. They were standing there like in the front, like, fixing their hair, uh-huh, and, yeah, the, fixing signals, their the signals, the signals, the signals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, yeah. I think that there would be a lot of girls. Chasing AIK players. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought this before, but apparently it is. Like <laughs> but okay, what, what do you do in your spare time if you're not chasing girls? Uh, no, I'm <laughs> chasing girls. That sounds bad, man. Yeah. No, I am. Um, That's beyond because he has uh, three kids and a wife. And yeah, has, my life. His okay. mind is like set on <laughs> like that, so because he can't have it, so <laughs> just forget about it. <laughs> okay, thank uh, you. <laughs> no. Um, um, I um I was telling um, Frank that I um I play the drums in my free time. I have a drum set uh, in my in my apartment, electric, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't want to disturb the neighbors. I read a lot. Um, I go um, to the the Natural History Museum. I really enjoy. Yeah, me too. That's uh, a really good museum. Yeah. Yeah. What do you read? No, well, right now I'm reading a debate now, actually, with... Uh, you mean read? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I'm reading... I thought you meant, what do you meet? I was like... So I was like... I'm a, <laughs> so, right, <laughs> no, uh, no, right now I'm reading a debate between uh, uh, sci- science and spirituality. Because you follow... I follow you on Twitter. Yeah. And um, now and then you... you, you um, Retweet? Retweet uh, yeah. the science porn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is magical pictures yeah yeah they have oh. I, lo- i love all what what's involved with the universe mm. i absolutely if i if Cosmo, if i would live next to cosmonova i would be there every single mm. day for sure was so. it something that you and helgi had uh, in common yeah we had we had a common actually i've i've learned a lot from him yeah. i was because he's sort of a scientist he well he's a certified i think yeah. he's he's almost like a graduated chemist if you I could know. actually see I, th- I, I couldn't vision helgi in a white uh, coat and, and glasses and yeah, yeah for sure he's a kind of nutty nutty professor you know yeah. like he's just 
you know, crazy Frankenstein experiments. So, yeah. so no, but he he taught me a lot as well. So he. So why are you fascinated? Why are you you so fascinated by the universe? Because I am too. You are. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know, man. It's just it's so. It's so full of um, mysteries, you know. There's a lot of things built on theories, and that 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 there's a lot of things, you know, proven, but there's there's still no not a hundred percent, you know. what I mean, so nothing, all of that that we do, everything that we sense, that we feel, it, it kind of feels bad. But they're just they're chemical reactions, you know. They're they're just you know atoms just hitting you. I love the. What it involves, like um, the sun, you know, what 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 gives life, how the Earth began, um, how the Moon just be, became from mm. a you know from a collision between two. What do you, you know. what do you think was before you know the Big Bang? Yeah. What 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 happened before? What existed before the Big Bang? I've had the, this, this is a really good question. <laughs> this drives me mad. First uh, you have first you have. Nothing. Yeah. Then you have something. Exactly. Yeah. First you have nothing. Yeah. Then you have something. But then, then they, they <laughs> yeah. That's uh, first you have nothing. Then you have something. What, that's really. <laughs> and what existed before? I think that uh, I wish Helge was here so he can uh, help me a little bit out. But I think after the discovery of the Higgs and Biggs, I mm. think is the they realized that actually from nothing something can emerge. So that that that. That could be a um, a solution, you mm. know. But of course, it's, then it's, it's it's the other fact. Then this debate that I'm reading now, say, okay, let's say it was built from nothing, but yet uh, your brain and your mind they're two separate things. Uh, so, actually, reading this debate is quite it's quite heavy, you know. It's like uh, one says the the brain is a machine and that the mind functions according to what the brain thinks. Hmm. And then the other one says that no, that the mind actually has a conscience, and then you actually have this spiritually, you know, that you're a spiritual being. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty nice to to read. That's so interesting. But are, are, are you religious? I'm because you're from a religious country. I'm from a religious country, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think uh, I'm in that. I'm still in that debate. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I don't know if I. I don't know. I'm a little bit agnostic in that in that sense. So. Hmm. So yeah. But have you heard about the Voyager 2? You uh, know the the rocket they sent out from Yeah, so there's in deep space. In the 70s. Yeah. That is right now leaving the the solar system. Yeah. I think that's that's well because they have on this uh, rocket they 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 have a lot of music and stuff from from yeah, Earth. Yeah, that's right. That's so if mean. maybe in a million years maybe Intelligent life out there will find it. So. We'll hear it. So and there's some pieces of music. So I think maybe we can take a break now and listen to something. So if you, well, if you had the chance to put something on that rocket going, uh, going there, yeah. Uh, what would, would you choose? Would, uh, One song. I'll put a Slipknot's disaster, disaster piece. So Slipknot. Yeah. Is that, is that something you want to send to uh, aliens in the outer space? That's something I would like to hear now. <laughs> the magical thing about it is like 
when we are all dead, you know, and the earth will not uh, exist anymore, yeah. this Voyager 2, with all its music, will still exist out there. Yeah, that's right. That's no, that's beautiful. Yeah. I think it's it's yeah. And Slipknot with. <laughs> Yeah, with disaster piece, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is now uh, emerged to Radio Rosunda, the space episode. Space Odyssey. Philosophy space special. Odyssey. So, so, could you, uh, what's your relation to your home country? What's my relation? Yeah. Um, Do you go there a lot? Yes. Every time I have free, um, if it's more than nine days, I will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, every vacation, every... Every winter when we have the break, I'm there. Yeah, my 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 home is there. My family is there. My friends are there, and all my memories are. Will you? Is that the place where you will move after your football career? I I have no idea. No. I I've seriously thought about it, and uh, uh, yeah, it's something to to deep think about it. Uh, life uh, when you come to Sweden or Scandinavia, you realize that there's a lot of things that. That 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 are well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not saying Costa Rica's not. We're really we're progressing, but uh, of course it's it's a it's a first world country, uh, Sweden, Norway against um, our country that is not third world anymore. But we still have a lot of things to to advance. But your your family is sort of celebrities in Costa Rica. Oh, my, my dad. Yeah, but my you, dad. But you, you're pretty famous as well. Well. I, Known because of what I do, it's, yeah. it's you know, and, you, and you're dancing in uh, commercials. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not proud exactly. Very you proud should of be my proud. dance moves. <laughs> no, so, but, uh, but what do you want to to do after your 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 career as a player? Are you do you want to remain in in football like yeah. uh, like becoming a coach or? Yeah, I want to be. I want to be. Um, it was it would be nice to be a coach. I'm I'm studying for that now. You're starting um, studies, yeah, for like just to get like license. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to begin. I, w- I was before in sport management uh, with the players association here in Sweden. I had to drop that one because it's, it's it was a lot. Mm. But now I just recently I'm going to start in 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 uh, Johan Johan Cruyff University mm. with a, like a sport uh, management you know course. And so I want to I want to be involved in football. That's that's absolutely that's my passion. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So Johan Cruyff is like is, uh, what is your relation to him? No no he has a he has an institute or he has a university. So Yeah but he also, he's also like the 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 thing isn't he like behind the Barcelona Yeah the whole model. the whole philosophy. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he him and uh, I don't remember now but uh, I think he one of the, the the biggest um yeah because that impulse that that thinking into 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 the barcelona mm. so um so yeah yeah so if, he he was the one of the beginners i think guardiola was where he learned yeah yeah from him so so barcelona has one is, is one possible club <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> barcelona yeah <laughs> hey dreaming is 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 cheap of course so uh, um i don't know well <laughs> I would. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I would rather play for Chelsea. Like it's the opposite of Barcelona. Yeah, that's it's more like cynical two different football. Ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jose Mourinho. Uh, but I think Andres Alme is kind of similar to Mourinho, isn't he? Well, he has a lot of. Uh, <laughs> he has a lot of good things. I can. I give you that. Andreas or Mourinho. Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, coach. Coach has a lot of. 
of great things you can take with as well. Yeah. So I haven't played on the Mourinho, so I want to know. So. If you stay on Andreas Alm yeah. topic, how would you describe him as a coach? I like him because he, in his in his way of 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 leading, I think I think it's very good for us. What uh, what's his way of leading? No, you know he doesn't have to be out there, you know, um, yelling uh, for you to understand a point. He's very clever with that. He 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 knows how he can say some stuff to you that you like. Oh, okay, like like that. He doesn't have to go like all nuts. So what 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 do he say? No, like uh, let's say, um, for example, um, if he wants you to to um, practice your shot, to say one thing, and then he will say, you know, you have a really good shot, and then I was like, oh, thank you, yeah, but uh, it's no good if you don't use it. Just to say an example, I'm mm-hmm. not saying he actually said that, but what did he actually that, said? That would be say something of, that uh, he actually said. But that's more like coach uh, player kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, give me an interior. Yeah, but I give I you an example. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give you an example. Mm? So th- that's more more like it. Mm. So actually, you don't talk to the coach. <laughs> you guys that's, what, that's what all the, the benched players always say. I never, uh, I haven't talked to the coach. He doesn't say anything to me. <laughs> that that's, can't be true. No, um, yeah. I know. We we, we had uh, Bjorn Westrom here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. he said that as well. We talk to the players all the time. And yeah. If they and if they go to the media and say that I haven't talked to the coach, I don't know why I don't play. Then it's a, it's bullshit. No. It's a lie. Yeah, that will be true because uh, he he gives explanations. He talks. He he. Uh, whenever there's a game, he talks to you. What does he want from you from that game in mm-hmm. particular? After match, he always has input with the players uh, that uh, that play. With the ones that didn't play, he's reinforcing them into. I see you there. I see what you're doing. You know. Uh, so yeah. he's he's yeah. But have you seen any given Sunday the movie? You yeah. know what? I have I've seen the speech. Yeah, the, the movie I haven't seen. But you have seen the speech. Yeah, the, the, speech, speech the movie is not so good, but the speech is really yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Pacino speech, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Al Pacino mm. speech. So can you? How is Andreas Alm? Does he He's, um, do stuff like that? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, there, there's different kind of of motivation. Sometimes uh, players can be motivated by 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 speeches, like inspirational speeches. Sometimes um, they they can inspire you by doing tactical things. Or by doing um, some kind of training, so it's it's a lot about luck. So, so for example, in in against Mialbi, so he would say, okay, uh, this and this and this is what we need to do for winning, and then he would broad on that. He would stay on that subject, for example, um, against uh, you know some teams like Jurgården uh, uh, or you know derbies. There's you know there's so little to say because the whole environment. Uh, before the game, is already like pumping you up, so he's just make just to make sure that you're on it, uh, kind of situation. But uh, but he's very clever at that, and 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 we all we all perceive it like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what 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 does he say to you, for example, just yes, before the Eurogordon game or so, like Celso? For example, no, I'm, I'm Andreas. Uh, yeah. I I yeah. I'm here now. I say like uh, Celso, think about. Yeah, exactly. Like he he would say. Um, I won't say that, but he would say like, think about the space this guy leaves when you, when you, if you just play one touch when Lorenzo gives you the ball back, just play one touch straight to Hanok, that will open up uh, for him. And we've been practicing during the week, but he just goes again at it. So just before you come in, you have that already. Like a final reminder. Yeah, like a final, final mm-hmm. thing to say. So, uh, mm-hmm. 
which I think you know for me is very very it's very good. So know? what's the difference between Andreas Alm and the other coaches that you had before? Well, oh, they career? all have their their own way. You know, we, you know, I've had, um, for example, the national team coach. Uh, he's he's very meticulous. He's very like two steps to the right, two steps to the left. That's perfect. You know, like don't go from there. Which which I which has been working out in the national team uh, for us because that has given us organization and mm. and like that because we're all we're all aware that okay this is how we can win mm. it's the same here he doesn't have maybe to tell us two steps oh here is perfect but he can say uh, look at your position when you're doing this and then you know you know so there's different ways of so mm. he's saying stuff to make you think exactly or to to find out for yourselves yeah exactly. Um, do you think that this works for all the players? Are all the players smart enough to to get this? Well, if we if we if we're playing at this level, I think we're 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 all smart enough to get it. Uh, maybe some some of us need another kind of of words mm. to understand. Some of us maybe need a little bit more precise directions. So um, so if you look at the you know of the you know in the years, but I can speak to you about the two years I've been here. They've been they've been quite successful because um, he's been he has he has his way of saying things to different players mm. and that that has helped out, uh, mm. help out a lot. Mm. I've been thinking um, sometimes when I watch the when when you're not playing that good, mm-hmm. sometimes it seems like the players are they don't want to do the wrong thing so they don't. Well, say man, angsted. Anxious. Anxious game, anxious. anxious like you don't want to do wrong. You you don't want to. You don't want to fail. You yeah. like safe, like playing safe. Yeah, you're f- afraid or of failing, making mistake. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that that you know that could happen. Um, that could happen in some games. Um, I'm not saying it, it doesn't, but uh, it's about uh, minimizing those those things to a fullest if we go through a whole season going like that then okay then then mm. i tell you but if it's uh, several situations in a game or several games in a season then okay then that's normal because we're all we get, we all have our faces mm. so so yeah we can say that okay mm. um i am um, I, i i have this in my head recently because we had talked to Bojan Jordic about this so i just want to keep on the subject we were uh, just now about um, motivating uh, players because mm-hmm. um, Bojan was very critical uh, against the, the entire um, crew of uh, managers okay um and talked about uh, how uh, you have to lift the players uh-huh. to give uh, for instance he, he talked when he was in Manchester United he talked because um, Sir Alex would take him into the room and after he left the room after talking to Sir Alex he felt like he was um Diego Maradona <laughs> he had been lifted maybe the coach had exaggerated exaggerated some stuff mm-hmm. uh, but he thought that this is also something that's necessary with younger players for instance like uh, Robin or uh, Nabil that mm-hmm. they need to be pushed or lift uh, uplifted from by the coach mm-hmm. and he says that this is missing in AIK we're not it, it's not enough to tell Robin once every quarter that you're good okay yeah but I, I, I wouldn't But, but do you agree with this this picture that Boyan is painting that uh, the coach doesn't lift the players or mm. there is no, it's not motivating the players? I can speak to you about about myself. Yeah. Uh, so my part, I I do feel motivated to do my best every single game. Yeah. So so I don't know how is it for for the rest of the you know for Robin or or you know or Alex or or whoever it is, but 
listen, I mean, uh, Robin's, Robin, Robin's, um, uh, how you say, uh, level? Uh, yeah, has has you know has changed and has gone up since he's been here. Yeah. So you know something has happened. Uh, he's he's far more, he's sharper. He's he's taking shots that he didn't take before. The same with Nabil. Uh, so sometimes actually you need to tell them yo wait <laughs> you know slow down man we can do this and this and, and they're like oh okay okay, okay. actually Bo- um, uh, Robin and Nabil I saw yesterday when I watched the Djurgården game that they're second and third in Allsvenskan in shooting mm. but they haven't scored any goals yet I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. but that's but that it's coming yeah I'm sure yeah, it's coming so that that's nothing but the important thing is that they, they are taking that yeah that initiative to to you know to yeah. the opposite of of Boyan's opinion was when we had Bjorn Westrum here. He, he said that there should be, it should be motivation enough to just wear the uh, Oiko shirt. That uh, if if someone is in Oiko and needs a motivational speech, then we have recruited the wrong player. Uh-huh, okay, I guess. <laughs> that's a Bjorn Westrum. Uh, <laughs> that's answer. a Bjorn Westrum. <laughs> yeah. Are you um, are you the type of player that stays at Kalberi after practice to, to practice extra, or do you go home? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I go stay, I go before as well. You so, go before uh, and after. Yeah, I um, I like to. Yeah, I like to. Um, the, I've went before now this past six months because of some um, uh, national team stuff that I have to do. Yeah. To work on you know on, on balance and stuff. Is this, uh, is this physical stuff? Yeah, or? yeah, that's more mostly like gym work. Yeah. But I've always been the type that likes to stay and practice something. Could you just tell a coach or some of the training stuff that you, I need extra work on this, and they will stay with you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know they they will do it gladly. Yeah. Uh, Tobias Ackerman is the one that works a lot with that. Um, yeah. But also, um, if you tell Andreas or if you tell. Um, Ulf or Nesh they'll, they'll gladly accept it mm. but they, are there others staying with you and doing extra uh, there are a lot you know now it's uh, when you're into season now it's it's difficult because you need to keep fresh for the game uh, but uh, but actually there's a lot of people you know you see Robin and the big practice and they're shooting a lot uh, you see Henok always has like this this set place uh, you, you know that, that wants to be practiced uh, as well uh, you get Sam Lundholm, yeah. who's who's coming days off. Niklas Eliasson, Ufodi. As, uh, today, for example, they were working with Tobias Ackerman. Uh, so, so the the youth uh, part of it, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of it. Just mm. uh, everybody's everybody's very willing to work mm. there. So that's that's also a nice, mm. nice environment. Do you work a lot on your? Because um, you take a lot of the free kicks on the corners. Mm. Yeah, uh, now I've been working a lot on on my corners. And starting the season, I couldn't get the freaking ball out of the first post. So um, so that I started to just practice and practice and practice and practice. And then now it's becoming actually uh, a threat. Or, are, are you working together with uh, Nash? Yeah. yeah, yeah, with Nash. And even if if. If something else is happening, I'll I'll just grab some balls and just start swinging in. Because. We had Nabil here, uh, and he talked about what you actually say to each other on the pitch yeah, when well, it's a free well, kick. About a free kick yeah. Yeah. And he said, like, oh, first is uh, Salso, and he says, hey guys, I take it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the body language as well? <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Slapping my hands and just, hey boys! <laughs> 
And then you have Nabil um, but um, and, and then Martin and at the end Martin Martin Mutumba will come and say uh, your mama's death name yeah, 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 I swear yeah. my mother's grave <laughs> my, 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 my <laughs> yeah, mama's death mama's death yeah <laughs> I've heard <laughs> this before yeah come and sit down exactly <laughs> actually uh, North shopping two years ago in Rosunda um, I was I was I was supposed to to take the penalty, and then Martin, you know, came over. Mama's dead. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna fly it in. And I was like, all right, yeah, sure. It was just my first year here, and then he hit the post. So I was like, God damn it, you know, like Jesus. And um, so yeah, you have a lot of these situations that, especially when it's a free kick, everybody wants to wants to score, which I think is far more attractive than if everybody just like walks away. And who has the most authority to take that free kick right we, now? In we practice it during the week, and then uh, Nesh puts on like some players, and then we'll see because I don't have the technique that the Bill has, this shooting technique, the same as Robin. But the, then I can, but then I have another type of technique that. Maybe it's good for that particular. Situation. So, what is your? Uh, no, it, I I go more like with with a hook, like with you know with with a curve. You can say yeah. like they have like this Ronaldo shot, like a little bit more like like just like a horse shot, you know, like a boof, the ball just explodes out of their feet. Mm. So uh, so it depends on what you need. But you are more like Socrates. Yeah, curl it in. Curl it, curl it, yeah. Socrates, oh, this is major, major words you're saying now. <laughs> Socrates. But it, it would be nice if you if you actually scored directly from a free shot. It would be fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's been a really long time since it's anyone been did that. A long okay. time. Mm. I agree with you. And and we've been practicing, man. I swear, we've been practicing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Yeah. That's that's one of the things I uh, I want. Uh, I mean, we, we we score on these set situations, yeah. but we never scored directly no, from know. the kick. And I think the last one was Öster. I think last year, the Nabil away that he that he shot. Mm. You know, but you are also the penalty. Uh, yeah. Now you you take the penalties. Mm-hmm. Are you the first one to take the penalties? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right now it's it's between yeah some guys, but I would I would say so. Oh. Oh. So did you say like uh, Mama stud I'm gonna take this one? <laughs> no, <laughs> you just, you uh, just went there. No, before it was um, a Henok last year was first on the list, and then he scored against Hamstad in the cup. Mm. So that's it. He's taken it, and then I think uh, I think Gothenburg when the even game. Yeah, I think he missed. And then my story. And then my story came, and then he went a little bit on that Mama stud you know, like <laughs> okay, uh, gonna, like, score. <laughs> And it didn't happen. So then, after that, um, we haven't gotten a penalty. Oh, no, then we had the Sam Viken in the, in the cup, mm. and then Nabil was in charge, and, and he missed as well. And yeah. then we we mm. missed as well. But uh, when you took the the last penalty against Melby, um, Melby, yeah. and uh, you were what, what, what were you thinking? Because we had one legendary penalty um, kicker, kicker. Take, Strike, taker, striker, S- striker, penalty striker. striker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. 100%. Oh, Marcus yeah. Jonsson. Uh, fair about that. Yeah, and he said that he, he never, he, before the game even started, he he knew where to put, where where to aim, where to mm. kick. Depends. Uh, How did you think before the Mjelby penalty? Because it was right in the middle, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Uh, the reason why I did that, it's just because their keeper I tried to look at their keeper and he's he's tall and he's long yeah. 
So I was thinking, okay, situation, 80th minute. If I choose a side and it doesn't go really, really cornered, he's going to take it. And I think we need, you know, like the the feeling of a win, we need it. So, uh, so I say, yeah, just straight down, straight down the middle, and and yeah, it worked out. But um, so, you, when did you decide to be, be, shoot before? Okay. Yeah, before but, but as well. Did you look at this uh, together with Ulf uh, before games? Do you know that um, Matthias Asper in Mjölby, he will uh, nine times out of ten uh, jump to the left. Uh, well, for example, uh, 2012, uh, Robert Oman Persson took a penalty in Mjölby. And he was to his to his uh, left side as well. Mm. Um, before games, we always watched uh, free kicks and penalties, see how the keeper moves. Mm. Um, sometimes, sometimes he does help, and sometimes he doesn't, because sometimes they just they'll do they'll just act uh, spontaneously. Mm. So, um, but it does help you to get like a cleaner image. Mm. That, that, that's for sure. Stort tack för att ni lyssnade idag. Um, vi vill först och främst nu förutom att tacka er att ni ska gå in på theblackshop.se handla t-shirtar, teckna prenumeration på AIK-tröjor. Det går pengar till AIK för det så vi kan köpa ersättare till Säls och Borges. Um, får köpa många tröjor. Får köpa många tröjor. Mm. Uh, och gå gärna in på vår hemsida radiorasunda.se där vi publicerar spännande texter och bloggar och alla våra gamla avsnitt finns. Om ni följer oss på Twitter och Facebook kan ni kommunicera med oss och ge oss tips och råd och skälla på oss eller bara ge oss beröm. Um, mm. Det hittar ni oss på Twitter på Snabbola Radio Rasunda och på Facebook facebook.com slash Radio Rasunda. Martin, vilka har gjort programmet idag? Det är ju du, Björn Enjebo och sen så är det Frank Martin Engström som sitter utanför och vi har också Jimmy Karlsson på, som rattar spakarna och så Joakim Fröberg som är eh, Radio Råshundas eh, Isidor. Mm. Och så eh, ett extra stort tack till Celso Borges, AIKs eh, mittfältsgeneral och Costa Ricas eh, Diego Maradona. Vadå? Vadå? Set the bar really high, man. <laughs> That's cool. Okej, okay, tack så mycket. Yeah, no problem. Thank okay. you guys. There's a ship lies rigged and ready in the harbor Tomorrow for old England, she says Far away from your land of endless sunshine To my land full of rainy skies and gales And I shall be aboard that ship tomorrow Though my heart is full of tears at this farewell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can There's a wicked war a-blazing And 
the taste of war I know so very well Even now I see the foreign flag raising Their guns on fire as we sail into hell I have no fear of death, it brings no sorrow But how bitter will be this last farewell And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell Though death and darkness gather all about me And my ship be torn apart upon the sea I shall smell again the fragrance of these islands In the heaving waves that brought me once to thee And should I return safe home again to England I shall watch the English mist roll through the dead For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell 